my god. Don't worry, I've, I've, I've started recording, like, since we started. Alright, come on. Okay, I started recording now. But, actually. like, Aircon, you, you also start recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Um, a question How long did last night's uh, podcast uh, go on for? A while. A while. I think Quite a while. until half 11, until people got bored. Yeah, because, okay, like, we had uh, Atria speak about his uh, drama, which um, people didn't actually really like that much. And uh, Pret, Pret's, uh, Pret's bit on the Medsoc thing and uh, Keegan banning him from Arsenex and shit. Oh, yeah, the whole And uh, his advice from Mason African students, Mason Africans in general, mm-hmm. which was really bog, everyone liked that. I mean, oh, we, had, we didn't have like a topic list, we just, Pret just went off. Yeah, just improvised everything. Let's see who's, who's listening. Well, we have Pret in the audience, we have Tommy as well. Uh, if, if, if you have like a few more people, then we can just start going through the topic list mm. we have on um, the Manchu. I like, like the first topic's kind of yeah. weird because it's like it's one of the most like nikiest topics you could ever talk about. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, is. I mean, if, if you look at the topic list, it'll link to it'll link into the topic, um, the second topic. You know. Hey, hold on, uh, I'm gonna read the, the topic list again. Mister Ali Abdul. Where is it? Oh my god, okay, yeah, you're right, yeah, it does kind of... Where's the uh, topic list? It's a Manchu Playground. Manchu Playground. Okay, cool, because I... Okay. Uh, Let me think what the happens. Not in Manchu Playground, okay, it is, never mind. Okay, okay, there There we go, yeah. Should we make this, like, uh, (laughs) a... Okay, I can't, like, it it leads into topic two, yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, like, I think it blends in, it blends into it. I think, Manchu, I think for now we could just do it daily, for for a couple of days at least. But yeah, definitely, I think we should make it a weekly thing. Yeah, because, like, we can make this a daily thing and then make it more professional and make it a daily thing, I mean, a weekly thing. Yeah, because the topic list I had is just put put together in, like, ten minutes. Yeah, I know, I know. There's only only so much you can talk about, like, if you talk every day. Yeah, true. Uh, Should we start going through the topic list? Do that here thing. Do that here thing. Do the what? And at here ping. At here in general. Uh, yeah. Sure. Here. With an invite, with an invite link to the Big Chinese podcast. How? How did you do that? <laughs> with a invite on the, okay, cool, never mind. Oh, you create an actual invite, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. for the voice channel, and people will be able to join the voice channel from there. Okay. So, okay, so do the at here, and then people All right. Like, you, you do it, you do it. I don't want to get uh, slander yet. Okay, but, at, okay. Yeah, At here, the podcast has started. This okay. is the most un- podcasting. Yeah. It's quite literally the worst podcast. And create an invite. Okay, let's see. Edit invite link. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to work. It's just... It will work. It will Just copy okay, okay. and then paste the fucking link okay, into okay, the okay, fucking... Okay, okay. Oh, no, man. You have doing... Fucking Bloody hell. Yeah, you fucking get them in here. You start. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Uh, teenage hormones, teenage hormones. I'm gonna have to kick this guy. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, Atrius here. Atrius here, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, should we, should we start going through the topic list then? Okay. We, we have yep. six people. I've seen so. this five times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it like proper formal or is it just like. No, 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 no. 
Because this is really bare formal and I'm, I'm a bit scared. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And there's eight uh, man listening. There's nine man listening. Okay, okay, okay. Let's look at them. Let's start. That, that's what you're supposed to do. Join server. <laughs> okay, so join the server. Like I think today we talked about um how how fast you can type and accuracy and all that. But I was thinking like you you only can type so fast as fast as you can think. There's no point going above like a certain rate where you can't you can't think fast enough like to think the words. So what do you guys think about that? How fast is too fast in typing? <laughs> no, what's the fucking average? Like, I can go maximum of 50 words per minute. That's kind of slow, man. That is very slow. I'm like, I'm like 40, I think. I'm like I'm 60. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. Take over, Michael. Take over, Michael. Take over, go on. Michael's podcast. You change your name to Michael's podcast. No, 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 because I was gonna say, right, if you run a 40, a 50, and 60, like respectively, I'm the fastest here then. Fine. Oh, get, yeah, I'm like 50. No, 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 I can get like a hundred words a minute. A hundred words a minute, nice. No, like uh, I tried fifty words per minute, I could barely read that fast, like while typing, so I thought, oh, there's no point going faster than this. Because I thought, like, oh, I was watching, like, Ali Abdal and all, all those, his productivity videos and all that, and he's like, oh, it's happening at 145 words per minute, it makes you more productive. I was thinking, oh, unless you're, like, copying down something directly from a piece of text, there's no point. If, like, writing an essay, there's no way you can type out more than 100 words per minute. Yeah. Productivity. Who's your clit? That phrase is a individual with many wise words to say. A lot of motivation. Bring him in. Bring him in. So basically, right, Hercules is... Sorry, sorry. Hercules is this guy... Well, he was in R6, but he got banned. He asked him banned. He's this guy from India, right? Who did this admissions exam and got in the top... What did he get in the G exam? I keep forgetting. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck? Honestly, who the fuck? I, I don't know. Um, I, okay, I, I, okay, I'm not gonna. I think he got like ninety nine point three percent, and apparently that's not high enough. So he's in the that's top zero point seven percent of people, but um, he didn't get high enough. Now he's applying to economics. He got a, a full scholarship from the um, University of Toronto, and he got an offer from LSE to go econ. But he's saying that Oxford is better than LSE at Econ, so he's going to go to LSE for his first year, then try to apply to Oxford in during that first year as well, because he doesn't oh. want to, to go LSE. He thinks that Oxford is better than them, which in our minds, it makes zero sense because he's shooting himself like in the foot. Why? Because he's just wasting a year. Yeah. Wasting a year, because if, if you're going to LSE for Econ, it, it doesn't matter yeah. if you go to Oxford for Econ. It's the same thing, basically. Oxford is Oxford, isn't it? More opportunities and that bursaries and shit, isn't it? Legit for the clout. Mm. I mean, yeah. I think if it's if it's equal, I mean, this is different from medicine. If it's econ, then I guess clout does matter. It does. It does. Interns and all, all of that. Isn't it? So, uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if his plan is actually as. What does he want to do though, with that econ? 
Oh, no, he, he's, he's really into like crypto stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He's got his he's, he's got his own server where he talks about his. Uh, no, it's not, right? it's not actually his server. Like someone yeah, no, yeah, um, it's server. Server. Yeah, yeah. Let me be I started with five hundred pounds. I invested in Mathic token, Doge, SRM, ADA, and whatnot. Yeah, those are all. Well, those, joints, those, those joints were pumping, and now what? I'm at. Eight point five thousand pounds. Fuck the haters. I'll be honest, right? He did say he got uh, uh, depressed because where is it? Oh yeah, I think uh, Dogecoin like yesterday went up to like yeah four hundred four hundred percent. He said value. so. So in his words, he said, "I'm in depression right now. Uh, it's not the perfect time for daily motivation. I technically moved eighty percent of my money out of an investment which gave eight hundred percent returns in two to three days." I moved it before that, and had I had, had not done that, I would have enough money to attend LSE twice. And Ooh. then he said, and then, and then he said, basically, I lost out on a chance to make a hundred and eighty thousand pounds. That's a L. Ah shit. That's a filthy L. I mean, so basically, so basically, I would have jumped off a bridge. So basically, he kept he, he kept his money in Dogecoin and pulled out last minute because he thought it was going nowhere, and uh, lo and behold, it skyrocketed. I did that as well. I won't lie to you. <laughs> rip. Actual rip. 180k, you know? You know how bad that is? Yeah, that's mm. quite... That's oh, silly, that, that is silly. But that, that happens a lot. Like, if everyone invested at the optimal time, we'll all be billionaires. But no one knows, no one can predict the markets, that's the thing. Or um, yeah. predict the markets Obviously. very accurately. Mm -hmm. Huge oh. L, huge L. Uh, if if we wish to have you, who doesn't want to hear Michael? No. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear Michael. Anyway, so uh, is that is that topic one over then? This <laughs> is so unprofessional. Yeah, <laughs> um, would anyone like to join and speak about their experiences regarding? No, I don't want to. trading. I mean, feel free. It's just like what Lucas is saying. It's it's a podcast. That's how podcast usually works. Also, yeah, as I can say, that's how a podcast usually works. It's not like you yeah. listen to someone and then you join in. I wasn't here when I joined. Wait, who are you? Lucas. Lu Lucas joined, I think, maybe when interview season started. But Michael's here before me. He's one of the first mm. soft members. Michael was here before. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> the first victim. <laughs> so basically, right, a brief rundown of who I am and why I'm, uh, I'm an admin. So basically... I've been here for a while. Um, I left in September of 2020 because effectively I got uh, bullied out the server. Yes, he got violated. He got bullied out the server because he was moderating and uh, people were just um, yeah. making copy passes out of him, just bullied him and he just left the server spontaneously. <laughs> it was pretty intense. So um, this man just depressed over the <laughs> next few months. And uh, you see, yeah, uh, so I left at the start became... of... Yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah. I became um, staff here, finally, and then I got promoted to admin, as I am quite fond. So um, we had a bit of a situation where we needed staff, because staff, because and what I did was immediately go to Michael, because Michael is pog. Michael immediately declined. 
I go back to him and keep nagging, and eventually he gives in, and now he's an admin. Yeah, so yeah. I've been there for time, basically, and yeah. <laughs> Ten men are listening, and Lucas is by himself in general VC pog. <laughs> yeah, Michael's here before me. I, I think I got moderating like September, and that's when there's like all the old staff members became inactive because they actually got into uni and they got busy mm-hmm. at school and all that. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. um, I recommended you for admin after I left because I was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. That was so awesome, Michael. Good recommendations. Yeah, so technically, if you go to general and look at the oldest message, it's me because we had a purge and I posted a gif. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, okay, Michael. If you delete that message, I swear to God, I will kill you. Oh. That, is my, that, that is my one proudest achievement. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael, about this. No! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I will, what I will do then is... Oh. One sec. And... Uh, there we go. Perfect. There we go. You, you threw me a justice thing. We are in... It's Does someone want to speak? VR, stop dragging people to the podcast. If they don't want to speak. If they don't yeah, let me talk off that. Oh, man, Michael. Fuck the mods. I shall invite someone to speak. Um, should, should we should have a guest one. Let's, let me see. Yeah. Look, yeah like no, no, uh, VR, this is not a thing. It's not voice chat. It's a podcast. It's different. <laughs> it's called a stage. Yeah, it's a little story stage, a stage channel. I know it's a stage. Yeah, I know. You know. Let me, let me see for a special guest. Can, do you guys want to talk about the second topic? Or well, uh, medtubers? You know yeah, what's going on. The, right? the state of medtubers nowadays. Like, oh, right. call no. Okay. No, actually, if we can combine medtube and med talk, that'd be a great like half an hour conversation at least. <laughs> I'm sure, like yeah. med influencers in general. Go on, go on. I don't have TikTok, so I can't speak on that. So you missed it out. It's a waste of my time, honestly. There is actually as well. Now, yo, the thing about these med influencers, right? It started off well, but now, like you know, there's too many of them. We're trying to whittle their way into the market. Yeah, but, like every every medical student now wants to become a med student. Literally, that's Quite that's their plan. It's just like get into uni and just start some med thing. But now, right, the only way to get into it is you have to be penned now. <laughs> and that's, and so that's, when, you that's when you get views. All for you, man. Okay, I'm not going to lie, right? I don't understand how how students have, have the time to make a YouTube channel and create videos at the same time as uh, studying. I don't understand. It's hard. Understand. It's hard. Yeah. <clears throat> it is indeed hard. Yeah, like, I think Carl Medica to take so many breaks. Like, he, he's the one who, who I've followed the most out of, like, the past year or so. Yeah. Take so many breaks because he's actually studying. Yeah, so I'd say the big four is Ali Abdel, Anas um, Nord Ali, uh, that medic, and Karma Medic. I'd say the big four are them lot. <laughs> that medic. Yeah, like, yeah. med student. The ones that are med students, not, like, midlife crisis or... Uh, Chibi, uh, Chibi Emu, because I mean, if you when you say like a med tuber, 
They're also kind of uh, included as well. Yeah. So you have to be more specific. I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I find a lot of uh, Metribas are from uh, King's Cottage. I don't know why. <laughs> That's true. I don't know why mice a lot of them come London. from there. Like, well, Mice College London, yeah, sure. Mice you, you haven't seen any like med students from Exeter? Oh my god, no. Actually, speaking of med students, right, there's this guy who did graduate at Imperial and he got a PhD and he recently created a, a YouTube channel. So he's one more to add um, to the list of people. I think if you type in, wait, let me check, he's got a channel. This guy though, he he's actually like really smart. Yeah, he's called he's, uh, Brian. He's called uh, Brian Wang. I think Brian wait, Wang. Wait. Let me check. I'm just Brian Wang. No, but the thing is, right? There's a lot of people called uh, Brian Wang on <laughs> on the uh, thing. Really? Uh, on YouTube. the internet. So I'm gonna try and find that the actual channel. Because no, because basically, right? He runs um. This uh, mentoring program called uh, Intermedical, which you might have found. So, he's creating a YouTube channel. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I think a lot of like, Mentubers back in the days, like the old videos, like I think we said this quite a bit. If you look at the old videos, they're quite good because <coughs> it actually used to be based around medicine. But now, like, yeah. a lot of them just. These became like productivity YouTubers, and they shifted from the whole medicine thing. And yeah, like it comes to a point where when you do MedTube, you can only make so I many vids. Like, saving the life, <laughs> three basic handrum manipulations. Yes. No, 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 it's not that one. It's not that one. No, no, it's the one I found it, Michael. <laughs> No, 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 it's the one I Three basic handgun manipulations to practice at home. No, no, so basically, right, um, so the guy I posted in, um... General. Uh, General, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he runs a program thing called uh, Intermedical, and, uh, I had to, like, communicate, uh, what is his top skill? Leadership. Um... Yeah, so so my head of sixth form told me uh, there's this guy called Brian and and he runs this program. I want you to communicate with him to because what he does essentially is he links you with a a, a mentor and then mm -hmm. you and then you and that guy will try and work together to get into medical. So what he's done is a bunch of stuff. So if if I go on his LinkedIn and he's, he's probably going to see me stalking him, but I, uh, I don't care really. So he went to Cambridge, he then did grad med, and also intercalated a PhD in between. So... Um, the guy's yeah. well, it seems like the guy's well accomplished. I think, I think the older they are, maybe the better, like... Uh, yeah, um, so he's at least 27, I think. That's nice. the mix. Hmm, wait, wait, let me see, what's the next topic? If you go if you go to his LinkedIn, then um, you'll see his achievements and stuff. Well, okay, yeah, well, experience. I would open it, Michael, but then I'm I'm, I'm recording the screen. That's the thing. Actually, no. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot I have a second monitor. Oops. So we have three monitors, Aricon. <laughs> I had a second monitor. He does. Fucking hell. Okay, if, if I go to his experience, right? Uh, visiting researcher, university lead, private tutor, 
research a tissue collector, CrossFit instructor, film and TV artist, a media officer, a laboratory assistant, graduate teaching assistant, postgraduate researcher, lecturer, and medical student. He's also been a vaccinator and is the founder of Intermedical. Nice. Uh, he's also fundraised for the British Heart Foundation. He's a fundraiser for uh, Muscular uh, Dystrophy UK. Is he the founder uh, of Intermed School? Yeah, it's that one. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm just looking at his. Oh damn, he's also he's, he's also had a bunch. He's also had a bunch of uh, publications. I'm guessing his PhD was on uh, cardiology or, or cardiovascular sciences because that's what a lot of his work is on. Mm-hmm. Of course, I work in Taylor and Francis, Matt Uh, let's see. Honestly, if you want a seriously, uh, like, accomplished guy, this guy is accomplished. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Um, he's got a PhD in, in cardiovascular sciences. So I'm guessing he's really interested in, in cardiology and them and there. I mean, yeah, good, but I think we need to have, like, a list of good, um, tubers to suggest. And to people that, like, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, he, he, he comes across as quite pretentious to me, but I'm not gonna lie, he deserves it because. I mean, if, yeah. he, if he has accomplished as him, he, he got the right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, okay, the next topic is the Minecraft server over the summer. Okay, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know a thing about the Minecraft server that okay. you lot are talking about, so no. Okay, so basically, um. Uh, what's it called? Chuck is proposing that we make a Minecraft server in the summer uh, for the entire huh? server to play on, like the Discord server. Oh, right, okay. So, um, is everyone listening? Do you, do you guys, <coughs> what do you guys think of that? Would you guys play? Sounds That's a bad idea. Nice. Hey, I think, like, the last server... Hey. Uh, what do you, you say, Manchu? I said, hell yeah. Yeah, you well, well, hold on. Uh, um, how much is a Minecraft server? Because Atrio is saying it's, it's going to cost a lot of money to serve it. Oh no, um, Michael has. I mean, not Michael. <laughs> Jack has. Um, he, he can sort it out. Jack can sort it out for us. Yeah, Jack. Jack can sort it out. He ran yeah. it last time on his thing. Provided you have enough storage, yeah, he's going to do it on, on the cloud. He's not going to do it on. Yeah, bro. Jack. Jack, bro. Jack everything. He has like credits with, I think, Google, Google hosting. Yes, but that's a decent guy. Most likely, yeah. This Jack, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Apex. <laughs> oh, Jack, Jack can, Jack's pretty good at that. He, he hosted like a couple of servers before on the server. But none of them got too big because we didn't have a lot of people. So I guess let's while we wait for the guest to come on. I think we should. What do you guys have for? Does it keep on? Yeah, it does. It's like a monthly thing. Actually, no. um, He has credits, and it takes away like a certain rate. Depends how much he's using of like Google hardware on the cloud server. Yeah. So if he's running like very heavy stuff, as lots of people use the credits faster. Yes, it does cost money to host it. Yeah, Google hosting services, sorry. (laughs) 
Wait, no, so wait. No, but I'm saying on this uh, Minecraft server, like, what do you plan on doing, anyways? I'm just one of those, like, because after like a month or so, a lot of us are gonna be have nothing else to do because we have to have to wait for thing result to come back. Because uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest, right? During the summer, I'm sleeping. That's literally I'm gonna sleep and spend my time on Discord. That's literally it. Yeah, same here, but I want to do Cute. something else other than listening on Discord, I want to do, right? You could host your own server, it's not something you want to do. Yeah, UCAP prep. Um, okay. Yeah, UCAP prep, but um, a lot of UCAP prep is like, there's so much time to do it. It's got, it's, you're going to have like two months where you can safely procrastinate. Yeah. I hated UCAP completely. Uh, yeah, same here. Sounds like hell. Okay, Damn. so wait, wait, okay, so Aracon, you haven't actually explained to me what happened to your UCAT in, yeah. in four. Because oh, all I know is that, is that uh, the webcam had messed up and uh, it got cancelled, so you had to reschedule it, and that's all I know. Okay, so I'll, I'll, start, I'll start the story from the beginning so other people know. So basically, what happened, it was like this was in like August 2020, and uh, oh no, I booked it in like June 2020 when the thing booking first started. And that was like at the height of the corona pandemic thing. And mm -hmm. then I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to sit in the center, so I booked it to do it at home. So I prepped like till then, and then when the actual day came, I put my camera on, I plugged it in. I did. I started doing my first section, I think it was uh, verbal reasoning. And then when I got to the second section, my camera suddenly shut off. And it, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't work at all. And the proctor kept telling me, oh, restart your computer, do this and that. Do and it took like a whole hour until they finally disconnected me. And they, and they told me, oh, here's your case number. We'll talk to you when we decide if you're cheating or not. I mean, after like, that was like on a Friday, I think. It took them five days to contact me. and. I wasn't sure if I was, I was disqualified or not, if I, and if I was going to be able to sit it back, sit the thing again. So September, September rolls around by then, and I, I get the call from them, and they give me like a coupon that I can use. Okay. Um, so I book it to sit, to do an actual test center because then I wasn't sure if it was my camera or it was just the online thing that was having the trouble. Uh, mm -hmm. So I went. I had to do it in the center. And it went well. Uh, okay, cool. Apparently, people like having troubles with the online thing. It wasn't just me. That's what I heard first. But then, like after that, I put my camera back in. Like I tried it again. The, immediately after, uh, um, immediately after, I did the UK at home, and it worked. But then a few days later, I did it again. It stopped working, and the camera just died. I still have a bunch of actually. It's quite funny. <laughs> um, I did mine at a, a test center because my PC is very old and I don't think it has the, the yeah. I have to get a fucking Gibraltar. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Manchu has to travel uh, six hours to her nearest uh, UCAT center. Um, I mean, like, my, my UCAT, my fuck, my closest uh, UCAT center is in Madrid. But we're going to Gibraltar instead because my parents are quirky like that. My parents are quirky like that. Yeah, because I mean, it's not that much of a difference because, like, it, to Madrid it's like five hours and Gibraltar it's six. Oh, yeah, because okay, Gibraltar's like an hour more. Gibraltar's like the only British 
with the closest British line to you. Hello, yes. ladies. Yeah, true. Mm. Hello, ladies. Okay. And and that includes the men too. How are you all doing today? What are you doing? Sir, that's Pratt. Yeah. Hello, Michael. How are you? When did Ace leave? A oh, while ago. Quite a while ago. So there's 13 people listening as... Okay, let's see what's happening today. Um, what's actually the main topic today in this ship? Hey, Pratt, a quick question. <laughs> um, you know the Bart's email, is it uh, Microsoft or, or is it Google-based? It's all uh, Microsoft-based. Why would you do Google-based? So shit. No, no, because no, no, um, the thing is, right, because yeah, uh, in my sixth form, like, our school email is, is Google-based. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who uses Google Hangouts today? Yeah, you could record yeah. it no, no, it's not Hangouts, it's more oh, like, it's G Suite, so it's uh, Google oh. Classroom, Google Drive, stuff like that. Oh, it's all on thingy. I think you get like a terabyte, terabyte of story. A few minutes later. Let's come, stay here. Oh no, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So what do you want to oh, talk about? Um, so we'll need to um, introduce yourself and just like speak about yourself a little bit. Oh, okay, um, so my name is Walid. Um I'm an international student. I live in the Middle East, and I'm doing A-levels, uh, which are um, maths, further maths, physics, and um, yeah, that's it. that's pretty much it. Um, I just happened to see this podcast today, and got pinged about it, so I joined in and just came to see what's going on. Right, and uh, what do you plan on applying for? It sounds like an interview, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it sounds like an interview. <laughs> no, but, uh, what are you planning on applying for in the future? Um, uh, med. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I plan on applying for maths. Oh, yeah. Have you thought about which unis you want to apply to? Um, or, or, you, or you haven't thought about that yet? Uh, you mean the the unis? Yeah, like what unis yeah, you yeah. apply to? Like okay, okay. Um, I've I've thought about um in, in the UK. Um, I've only thought about um Warwick and Cambridge, and then I've got like uh, I saw Singapore as a good option because um, there's National University of Singapore there. They have a really good maths course and. Um, there's also National N Nanyang Technological University, which yeah. is also in Singapore, and, um, and th that's pretty much it. And because my my parents are brown, um, they they want me to have a backup in Pakistan as well. Um, so that's a plus, I guess. Nice. Um, you guys have any preferences? Well, like applying wise. Sorry. I mean, to be fair, if if you go Cambridge, then he, he um thing, you'd have to do step, which I don't know how painful that is for you. But if you don't want to do step, then it's better off you go to Singapore if they don't have a test. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing about step is, um, I I think if if I start off early compared to others, I'm, I'm I might get okay by the time it comes around. Um, but yeah. Um, Mantra, you're a year 12. You got any preferences for uni? Uh, like, obviously, obviously uh, mine. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> 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 I swear she's going Oxford. 
<laughs> I saw she going out to <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck Oxford. Oxford. Anyways. Um, like, this is a fucking age requirement. Like, I, I just want unis that I don't have to take a take a deferred entry. I don't have to apply for deferred entry. And one of them is, like, Cambridge, but it's fucking Cambridge. Well, yeah, well, you just have to practice BMAT and all that when it comes around. Yeah. Isn't it common across the whole UK where you have to be 18? I emailed Cambridge and uh, they said, I'm Pog. I'm pretty sure oh. Cambridge does accept people like 17 and stuff. Oh, yeah, because you've only got to be 18 if you do uh, clinicals in the first year. <clears throat> so if you're, yeah, you're going to be interacting with patients, then you've got to be 18. Otherwise, if you don't, as Cambridge or like in UCL do, then it's fine. You you don't have to be eighteen first year. That's interesting. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's see. Uh, as as for the year thirteens, um, how how's your journey going so far? <laughs> Reapplying at the moment. Ah, fuck. What's that? Uh, reapplying, I'm reapplying this um, next year. Uh, good luck, good luck on that. I guess. Um, I, I get that med is actually very hard to get in anywhere, so yeah. it is a competition all the time. We have a shortage of doctors. Yeah, it's the most competitive course ever. I mean, I get why, obviously, because you don't want a stupid person to be in the hands of of people. <laughs> yeah. But True. at the same time, you've I got agree people entirely who. With you yeah, no, yeah, obviously, yeah, because obviously it makes sense. Like, you don't want stupid people to be in the hands of life, but a lot of times you have like the most qualified people who have four A stars, a high UCAT, and mm. a decent interview, but they still get rejected for some reason. Uh, like, I, I would oh, say man. like a decent half of like all applicants will make probably decent doctors. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But only, only a third gets in. That's the thing. There's, there's like a whole just... extra like was it one six that would have gotten wouldn't would have made um, perfectly fine doctors but they just don't get in because not of places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of times this, this it was just RNG. Yeah. This year definitely, um, definitely wasn't a normal year. Yeah, this year was very competitive. All the unis and the, all the rejection letters made sure I understood that. <laughs> Uh, where did you apply Aracon again? I applied them Aston, but um, what was it Aston, Leicester, Nottingham, and Sheffield? Yikes! Yikes! I'm going to change up my so, strategy next year. Hopefully. So wait, where do you think he went wrong with the applications? Because yeah. uh, it turns out that Nottingham, Leicester, Aston are very um, GCSE heavy. Uh, so okay. they, they, they didn't even make it to the interview. That's the thing. I only got one interview, and that's from Sheffield. And that was my first interview, and yeah. I messed it up a bit. Uh, are most universities like that where they look at your GCSEs for med? Sorry? Yeah, in terms of medicine and dentistry, it's quite it's based on GCSEs quite a bit, but it depends on on the university itself. Yeah, like um, oh, like um, Leicester, Notting I think Leicester, Nottingham were like. Half of your application is is um, is just your GCSE grades, and the rest is UK, and the other half is UCAT, and then Aston was two thirds GCSE and one third UCAT. So even oh, even though two, th two thirds GCSEs, Jesus. Yeah. So oh even though Lord. I did like I thought I did quite well in my UCAT, my GCSEs were just not good enough. 
since I've, I've heard of Birmingham being quite heavily uh, based on GCSEs, but I've never heard of Aston being that it's, heavy. Yeah, I didn't realise until like after, because uh, I, thought, I thought it was the other way around. Then after it turns out that it's just a long story. I, I do get that um, since there are a lot of med, med uh, applicants, that universities need to find some sort of way of um, differentiating between applicants. So, for, for example, for maths, you have STEP, which is like a big indicator of who gets to go where. Um, and for medicine, you might have UCAT and BMAT, but um, I, I, I don't really see the point in looking at GCSEs because a person can really change a lot in that Definitely. time frame. Yeah, because well, what's the point of having the admissions exams? You're going to use half, if you're going to ignore half of the thing, or just use GCSEs. Yeah. I think that what they're looking for is consistency of their students. Like, they'd rather prefer someone who's doing, like, well in, like, three, four years span. Because the course is five years long. You want them to perform well during the whole time. Mm, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. I, I still think it's stupid though, like I'm not gonna lie, I still think it's stupid because a lot of people didn't... What about medics that didn't make up their mind that they want to do medicine but, they, but they're still more than capable of doing it? And also like some unis, like even if you have achieved um, A-levels, they'll still look at your GCSEs and not look at your A-levels at all. It makes zero sense. <laughs> if, you think that's bad, if, you think, if you think that's bad, Exeter does it purely based on predicted grades. And the thing is, that means that if you were to beg your teachers to give you four A-star predictions, you're guaranteed a place. Well, not place, but like an interview, basically. Interview, yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Like, I don't know what the admissions were smoking when they decided to come along for that, but it's generally the most stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, true. That's why, like, it's just so stupid. Like, why would you use something that's easily manipulated in literally every single school? You might as well just use the actual, just only use the admission test or have have the admission test make up most of the, like most of the application. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's even worse about Exeter is the fact that students that have achieved grades are still not seen as like good as the four A star predicted students, who probably might go on to get get the same grade as the achieved ones, which is it's just stupid. Yeah. But yeah. I was hoping it improves yeah. over, over the years, but. That's just the thing anyway, fuck it, stop. Yeah, yeah, that is one thing as well I'd say. I think SSS is the only like anomaly where you get ranked by predicted grades. It makes no sense. How's, how's uni life for you, Fred? Uh, shit, because of COVID, literally. Like, no, there's barely any in person. I mean, exams aren't even like punctured. Like, I know people that just cheat in the first few exams. There's no in person. You have to get COVID test for anything in person. It's pretty dead, if I'm being honest with you. So I decided I'm not applying for medicine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the quality of teaching is just so much more shit because it's online. Like, basically, usually, usually a lecture is like one hour long. But what they decide to do now is they've made like the lectures give like a, a voiceover over each slide. And each lecture is like 20, no, not 20, 70 slides. And the fucking dumbass fucking lecturers decide they can spend five minutes on each lecture slide. And you're just sitting there trying to like l watch one lecture for like three hours when it would just be one hour in person. Wait, hold on. So how do you manage to type? If we assume that it is seventy slides, how do you manage to make notes for it in that hour? We don't. Do you pre-read it. What I do is basically, no one at med school really watches the lectures at one time speed. They watch it at two, three times speeds because no one's gonna sit there. And the lectures are really fucking old as well, and they talk so slow. So basically, what we just do is just put it at two times speed. 
condense all the basically a lot of the information is just redundant or you know useless like you don't need to know at all so just try and figure out which that is and then take it out and then just learn the stuff that you need to know you also need to make sacrifices if something is really complicated and you know it's going to be tested spend more time on the other stuff and leave that bit alone because you might not even get tested on it just all yeah. right okay uh, i think our special guest is ready now we'll eat the Wait, yeah, Willie, really, thank that? you for coming on and being our guest. Yeah. Thanks. Move to audience, okay. Okay, let me, let me just uh, join. Who's going to be the other guest? You'll see in a bit. You'll see in a bit. Hold on, I, I said their name already, but they're not here. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm just being, just being pinged. I'm just talking to them. Okay, yeah, yeah there uh, we okay. go. Invite to speak. Uh, Basically, uh, accept it. He's, he's accepted. Oh, why, why? Yeah. Oh, easy, special guest. Okay, um, the, 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 the mic, the mic quality. <laughs> Wait, what? Let me check what mic I'm using. Okay, yeah, you sound, you sound, you sound better. It's fine now. Wait, yeah, yeah, it yeah. does it sound? He sounds normal. Yeah, he sounds. He sounds. It sounds normal. He's just a sound. Something. I think something fell over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so, uh, I don't know. We had corpse doing this. <laughs> okay, so any, any questions? Oh, just introduce yourself and what do you do, where you study and all that, where you go, because not not everyone here knows you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, there's actually quite an audience here, so uh, I go by easy. Uh, Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and I, and I, I also was, and yeah, I specifically I'm a, a member, um, which is which is easily, which is the best college, obviously. Um, and yeah, I've been on this server for like quite some time as well. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm laughing at the comments because people are reacting to your voice. Hey, Achia, hey, you're, you're even mad. Oh, people, oh, people, oh, oh shit, I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that was a reaction. Lucas wants to join in as well. Yeah, yeah Lucas, we'll have, have you shortly after Kinsey, so. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, <laughs> if any questions about med school, uh, med, how find your med school? Well, to be fair, it's just a shit ton of work. It doesn't have that. That's last one that I found, but like at the same time, I found like I found like like because it never ends. There's always something to do. It's really easy. It's really easy potentially to just get like stuck endlessly doing it. It's really important to find time to do stuff other than work, whether that's like chilling with friends or some shit. Because like oh, because like oh, because like the work the work realistically never ends to like after exams are done. And like it's it's like a different. Is it fundamentally a different sort of board game? Like it's not like A level where you need like eighties, nineties to to move on. You you, you often just need to pass. But like there's often like constant work you need to work towards that towards that pass. But it's definitely it feels it feels I don't know as well. Is it easier than A levels? Definitely not. Not this year. Especially not first year. But that's what that's why that's why I'd say about it. Um, I think Lucas wanted to say something. Yeah. Go ahead, Lucas. I just wanted to add my agreement that um, 
is the superior college. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that is that, that is a very enlightened view for sure. I feel like the past two minutes have been like a Cambridge Open Day where they're trying to see who's the best college. <laughs> this guy from Year 12 has just come in and has said Pembroke is the best college and usually the, the guest in, or the um, a student ambassador for like medicine has just agreed with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. I do agree. I do agree. We have agreed. We have agreed banter uh, in the form of a 75-year-old man called Andrew. Uh, he, has, he has a lot of old person humour. It's also an anatomy supervisor. And then you also have, uh, we have the super disorganized one called Liz. She, 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 she supervises MIMS, which is by far the worst module. Like, uh, like, like, like everyone hates it. It's biochemistry. It's completely, most of it's useless to become for a doctor. The doctor doesn't need, doesn't need to know the, the, the I don't know, some, some random bullshit in MIMS. It's just, it's just what it is. Really? Uh, easy, easy. How long is preclinical yeah. in Cambridge and Pem? So it's three years. It's three. It's, it's half half. So first, half first three years. Yeah. Well, so it's three years. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the, the the worst thing is next year we do even more. We do content. It's just shit. like next year we do all of like pharma. So like all of pharma. Like psychology and uh, you know, basically all of the realistically it should be split between the two years but they've just they just decided to condense it all into one year because in third year we do we do we do we do like another degree so just well, i'm not i'm not how you can do three years of preclinical that sounds like so much pain yeah <laughs> yeah it is to be fair most, most people absolutely most people a lot of people just like love clinical because it's just so much more chilled in a way than preclinical, and it's just like, and it's more like relevant to relevant the skills you learn. Yeah. Sure. I'm so used yeah, to pre preclinical. Pre basically, we're honestly, we're literally not much different from like a bio Yeah. Yeah, like we're not more. Yeah, it's not much different from like like it's just we have we have exams, we have something to work to. We're basically just science students. We're basically just glorified science students. Like, like that's how I view it. Like, like because because we get we get taught well, well maybe they have a bit more breadth because you know like they actually like ecology but we're basically just like ineffectively just like Natsuki students or biological Natsuki students like the, the, the way the way the preclinical split works is just it's just what it is. So easy was it with Cambridge and all the acronyms like MIMS? Yeah, yeah, basically, okay, I, I, I've asked about this, right? Basically, around, God, 20 years ago, something stupid like that, the the, the top brass, the all, all of the all, all the people who designed these exams, they're like, oh, yeah, we need to improve student engagement. So do you know what we'll do? We'll just we'll, we'll rename the course to make it sound more fancy for So therefore, students will be more engaged with it. So hey, so, so instead of instead of physiology being called physiology, they called it homeostasis. Instead of anatomy being called anatomy, they called it functional architecture of the body, and they called it fab. I bet honestly, I, I swear to God, I bet I bet they I bet they had a little chuckle amongst themselves, like aha, it's fab in it, ha ha ha. I bet they thought it was dead funny. I don't know what they, what they, what they call it fab. Or honestly, just just just. Useless, useless to follow faculty biology. 
absolutely useless the problem. But anyway, and then they called, instead of calling something biochemistry, they called it molecules in medical science. Like, wow, wow, very cool names. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just stupid. And the thing is, ever since then, it's become a thing. Like, like instead of called, like, we have a biostatistics module. It used to be called ISBM, but, but they changed it. Instead of calling it biostatistics, they called it FEPA, Foundations of Evidence-Based Practice. Just call it biostatistics. Like, it, like, like, like they enjoy making up these stupid acronyms. Like, I don't understand. No other course does it to the same degree. It's literally just a medicine course. It's just the I feel like I thought part of it is the faculty biology like clowns. I, I wouldn't say that they're actually clowns. Like I, I like I don't care what people say. Like 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 the clinical school just seems it's like so much better than what the faculty biology basically get away with. One, number one, like lazy as shit, man. Like like basically I mean to be fair, this isn't unique to just Cambridge. Blah, blah, blah. They just read basically they um, they stopped releasing past papers to a certain point because like oh yeah we reuse the exact same questions so if you know what the questions are that, 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 that will give you too much of an advantage because you can't be bothered to make any you want to deal with it shit, shit like that but to be fair, that's not unique to Cambridge I know loads, loads of other med, med schools do that actually I'm just talking to people wait, wait do what like 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 they didn't like publish all like their past like exam questions and shit because they reuse the exact same one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I, so, not uni. Yeah. Um, they told students off for sharing notes as well. Uh, one of the guys in the year above got told off. Sharing notes is that the yeah the yeah it's like they basically it's it's like a big like thing for them. I don't know why. Um, a guy last year got told off. Um, and he had like some meeting with the year course. So, like everyone in our year basically shared his notes. He, wait, wait, so he got he got like fitness to practice or some shit. Think like it was it was like you know like one of those serious meetings that you tend to have with like the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was basically like that. That's that's so that's so stupid. Surely, as a med school, you should be encouraging all your students to like. Yeah, uh, like they just. It just it's backward backward thinking, man. Like you, if all it takes for you to be able to cheat on the exam is have last year's notes, then. Clearly, your exams yeah, yeah. designed well enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You must be like, you must be like, it's absolutely lazy as shit to do that. Like, I can understand maybe like, maybe like a few years, like maybe if you have like a few years, then you can repeat it. Because to be fair, making questions like the whole process sounds like such a slog to do. Like, like I, it gets, it gets better. There's a lot of bettering involved in shit. So, yeah. How do you revise? Well, 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 like, just use, to be fair, I think, I, th I think, I think in A-level, it's, you just do past papers, there's no point in doing, and in med school, Anki becomes so useful, genuinely. So See, this useful. is what I've been saying, and I get, and I get bullied by my you know, like, 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 people like say, use Anki, people like use Anki, and I don't see the point, there's so many more past papers, and you will gain more from those past papers. Do the past papers. That's literally, honestly, like, like, like if you're willing to go far back enough, you can get up to like 2002 or some shit. Like, like, and the thing is, exam boards themselves, they're, they're lazy to, like, even though they make new questions, they're also lazy. Like, they'll, like, they'll use questions from like decades ago because they'll think, oh yeah, surely no one in their right mind will actually go and do those questions. So they're, so they're lazy like that. 
So if you do not pass papers, like even even if even if the exam is like super difficult compared to normal years, like like I, I like the ideas, the types of questions, you'll have seen it before. And even if you haven't, you'll have seen most of the other ones before. So you'll still do well anyway. So so like that, that, that's so like pass papers just like just the way to go for like A levels. Just like get like a base knowledge of understanding of the of the topic you're studying. Like, like, make make sure you understand it. Make sure you can recall it. But then just go straight to past papers because you'll just gain the most from that. And there's no, there's, there's like no other way. It's like, well, no, there is. It's the most time efficient method in a way. And it, it, to get your bang for your buck when private pay level. Then, like in uni, like Anki just becomes so useful because it's just like too far too. It's just like, the content, honestly. Like, like people think A levels is a lot of content. First thing I can say, I can say I've gone through like 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 ten levels worth of content. Like, like it's not even been like exaggerating or something. Like we've literally like for each of my modules, like we've gone through basically a textbook. Oh man, it's actually stupid as hell. So it's just. I think my first module was like the size of like pretty much a level biology. Like most modules at uni for men will be the size of one a level biology. That's why Anki is more useful because it's a lot of information. Yeah. That you need to memorize. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, like, I'm not like demobilizing or anything, but I'm just saying, like, you're better off doing yeah. something that's more effective in the long run. Oh, sorry, short term for A levels, and save Anki to like med school. And the thing is, the information is just like. I, I think because, yeah, and also the types of questions differ. Like, like the med school exams, they're te assessing for a base sort of competency knowledge. A level biology is 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 asking you to apply that knowledge in where in where in completely wacky and weird ass ways with stupid super harsh mark schemes, etc. Like like your application of medical knowledge comes in clinicals in like in like during clinical year when you know what's relevant or not. So like for pre clinical it's just like knowing the it's just it's just getting that base level of knowledge. Base level of knowledge down to be honest. And uh, talking about Anki, like I tried using Anki for A levels and most of the time if you don't do enough research you're gonna be using Anki wrong. Like, I think Pratt mentioned how Ali Abdallah was showed Anki in his video, and Ali Abdallah is definitely not supposed to use it that way. It's such a, it's such yeah, a, yeah, such a meme. yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's got that massive paragraph. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, bro, there's no, there's honest, it. it makes no, there's, there's no point. There's no point putting out Anki. Yeah, that point, makes, you might as well just get a piece of paper and try and do it like. Recycle it makes like me that. so angry that med students actually no med applicants actually think that that's a proper way of using Anki, like. Go ask anyone who does Anki on a daily basis, and they'll pretty much show you that the thing Ali Abdel does Anki is no, just. Yeah, no, it's 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 a travesty. You're better off like learning how to use Anki properly before you use it, because otherwise, it's it's just a waste of time. You won't benefit yeah. at all. I, I think I think I think the most important thing to use in Anki well is just having is just formatting your cards right. So making sure you don't. So basically, I think the the main there's two important points. One. Do not put anything on Anki if you do not understand it. Like, 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 like you need to learn it first before you actually put on Anki. So one, like, try and do that. And then two, like, don't try and roughly put, like, per card, one detail. I mean, sometimes it's not possible. Sometimes you have to, like, chunk, like, massive details. That's fine, but try, but try not, but try to make it so that it's so that you can actually, like, recall it. Because, like, Aliado's method, there's no way you're recalling the fucking paragraph. Like, good luck, good luck doing that. Like good, actually, just good. You're just not doing that at all. So it's just, it's just, it's just such an, it's just such an awful, efficient 
efficient method for sure. Yeah, I think like Anki got like became mainstream and like the medicine med, I was called um, med students circles like after Ali Abdal, mostly finishes course. That's why he doesn't know how to use it. I think he's just trying to hop on like the bandwagon, just to show that he's. If you want if you want an if you want an actual YouTuber who does good Anki, go watch Anking. He's on YouTube. Like he's like. He basically is like the person who makes most of the Anki add-ons. Like, look at his cards. Like, yeah. they're the proper good example that you should probably use. Not Ali Abdel's. But I just don't like Ali Abdel, so that's probably why. <laughs> I just don't like oh, him. Yeah. I, just, I think he's a bad role model for med students. But, Poggy Abdel. Honestly, I, I remember I remember there was a talk I got at the start of the year. And then and then, and then the clinical school, they put like Ali Abdel and they just left there. Like, like, he was just for a video, like, Ali Abdul costume, and I was just like, no, man, I'm out of it. Like, I left, like, 20 minutes early, because I was just like, I can't be bothered to, to, to stay any longer. It's just, just, just a no. Just a no for me. I mean, especially when I think Ali Abdul has been out of the med game for, like, what, three years now, since he graduated? Oh, yeah, one Still. thing I would recommend to A-level students is don't get to comfortable with the way you write for A-levels using past papers. The reason is because once you get to uni, you will probably try and do the same thing, but you'll figure out that it's actually really difficult to pass using that. So, for yeah. example, like, if you, you take you notes need, you or, like... Knowledge knowledge, yeah. yeah, so if you take, like, notes and everything, or, you know, if you use, like... Oh, shit, hold on. Yeah, so if you take notes or if you use past papers or something, try and not get too comfortable with it and, get, and like, lose it as soon as you get to med school. Because it won't help you at all. Because right, the way I revise is literally uh, notes and past paper questions. That's the way I've revised for the past two years or so. Yeah, yeah pretty much. That that will that will be pretty fucking inefficient. Like at med school, like the amount of information you have is just too much to be like. Right. Like I've known people that were like at lecture halls and they would just be on a word document. They would just be typing notes and notes, like copying everything the lecturer says. And like I'm just saying there, like what the fuck is that meant to like do for you? Like, try and, like, get into a better way of revising, basically. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's one fear of mine, that I'll get into the uh, lecture theatre and start, like, frantically typing every single word, like, on the slides. I know that's not the And also, another thing is, like, a lot of med school knowledge is universal. Like, like especially for pre-clinical. Clinical, sure, there might be a few odd, odd differences. But pre-clinical, like, you, like, you don't... Like if, you, like, if you're learning something about, let's say, the kidney, like you don't, you're not, you don't have to be bound to your med school, and the med school lecturer explains it really badly. You don't have to be bound to like what the med, what like what the med school says. Like like my, like pop a YouTube video, like Ninja Nerd Science, Ninja Nerd Science, that guy's a god. Like like like, like pop a YouTube video or something. Listen to someone else explain it because then it can suddenly make a shit ton more sense. Like like resources just because they're from one med school might not be the best ones for you. Yeah, so like the med school there's no like specification or anything. It's totally different. There is, but they won't, the uni won't really follow it. Like they, they would themselves probably have a spec, but the spec isn't there for you. It's there for the lecturers to know what they're going to teach you. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's basically, the one thing that I was going to say is um, at A-level, students get really comfortable with just using what they need to know, like with the stuff. Try and get into a habit where if you learn something and you feel like there's some extra information that might be useful, go look it up. Like basically, what I'm saying is take initiative and like do independent like studying. 
Yeah, because like the past paper method and writing notes, that's all like very, very optimized for A levels. And I think like from what you and Yuzi have been saying, uh, uni is quite different from that. You have to adjust your studying tactics. Otherwise, you're going to be oh. in for a shock. Oh, yeah. Um, who's that person? For They use a whiteboard to write down stuff. Um, oh, I actually see. still do that. Yeah, I still do that even in second year. It's probably one of the best ways to study. If you have like a massive cycle or something and you're just not able to like get it, write it down on a whiteboard, rub it out, keep doing it until you can recite it without like, you know, um, like, you know, having like any information in front of you. And then basically just put it into Anki. So every time you see it, ha get yourself to draw it out on a whiteboard and then rub it out. That's probably like the best way to memorize like a lot of information. I think it'll help like in A-levels, in chemistry, it'll help with mechanisms. I think I think that helped me quite a bit trying to learn them. Oh yeah, on, yeah, with mechanisms, it's fine. Um, if you do enough past papers for chemistry, you really shouldn't struggle with mechanisms. Just saying, like, you yeah. should like a lot of the stuff. You should probably like that's the thing with past papers. They just help you like memorize everything that you need to know. Like, there's no point in memorizing something on the side when doing past papers does the same thing. It just seems like you know an overkill, but yeah. Um, if you're talking uh, mechanisms, are we saying biology or, or like organic uh, mechanisms? Or organic chem. Mm -hmm. Oh, organic chem is easy to me. I don't know. Organic chem is uh, like me mechanisms, especially are very easy. Oh, no, because I thought you meant. Yeah. I know, because I thought you meant like uh, Krebs cycle and stuff like that. Because I see BA for that stuff. On Krebs cycle. Oh, wait, what what example do you do, Michael? Uh, I do uh, AQA for uh, bio and chem. Yeah, I do AQA too. I, th I, th I thought um, Krebs cycle was quite very easy, or well, easier than photosynthesis because you don't you only need to remember like two na name of two compounds, two intermediary, two intermediary. I find the Calvin cycle easier than the Krebs cycle. Oh, he's Krebs photosynthesis. You have to memorize each substrate as well. It's dead. Oh, yeah. Honestly, at this point, like, it's just, basically, stuff like Krebs cycle, it's like a vestige from old teaching. Like, the advancements we've got, doctors don't actually need to know the Krebs cycle or anything. No. But, do, but, the med, but, the med, but the med schools just put it in there anyway, because it's just like, it's just like how they've done it. It's just, it's just a vestige to be old teaching of, like, biochemistry and shit. Which, which which doesn't apply now. It's like, like there's a lot of there's a lot of like information that you learn in med school, which will, which you'll never use as a doctor. Come <laughs> by, come like, You will not use me. Like like especially by I think biochemistry uh, biochemistry is probably the worst defender for that. There's just so much you just that you learn that and that and that it. That's just completely useless. Well, not useless, but like you'll never find it useful. You'll never ever find. I think in preclinical sciences in med school, pharmacology is probably the closest thing that you're gonna like use. Yeah, as a doctor. yeah. I think pharmacology and also probably a bit of physiology, just like oh physics. yeah. Exactly. And it's pharmacology is all memorizing, by the way. Nothing like yeah. is there is logic. Like a lot of the drugs you see won't even have like a proper mechanism. You just need to simply just memorize the dosage and just memorize it as it is. I don't know about Cambridge if they ask you to do that, but yeah. We do pharmacology next year. I don't fucking clue what goes on there. Probably worth asking Tarot. It's just, it's so it's so fucking annoying pharmacology. Basically, a lot of the drugs that you actually learn about don't have a defined mechanism, so yeah, you end up I just having. That. And the thing is, some of the drugs you have to be so careful. So, like I think, like in cardio, a lot of the drugs you actually can't give to like certain ethnicities. 
And the thing is, the med schools will actually expect you to memorize all the different ethnicities that you can't give it to. Which is just that. As long as CBA. Yeah, that's like that's where. But to be fair, that's better than like clinical sciences. I'm not sure about Cambridge when they do it, but our boss they teach in second year. So yeah, we do we do pharmacology next year. One of it's one of it's one of the aids. Yeah, I don't know what bullshit. Oh wait, I think it's they call it murder mechanisms of drug action. So I don't even know. Just 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 some just some just some stupid ass name. <laughs> like that. Road, uh, no, actually, uh, I'll go to the pathology is called BOD. Yeah, biology, pathology, they call it BOD, biology of disease. BOD. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll go to the Cambridge uh, website and tell you the modules they have. Uh, so, someone asked uh, more about using ChemGuide for chemistry. Oh, ChemGuide. Talk about chem Very good. ChemGuide's amazing. It's, it's basically the, it's basically the only thing you probably right. need for bi uh, chemistry, by the way. Like, you can pretty much teach yourself the whole spec of it based on that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I used ChemGuide and it's way better than the CGP book in my opinion. Like, well, ChemGuide is better than half the chemistry teachers in the country. Like, that's how good it is. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, half is way more than half. Like eighty percent. Eighty percent. Eighty. ChemGuide is genuinely better than eighty percent. Like that guy is one of the like easily one of the best chemistry teachers in the country. That's the guy you should, you guys should be idolizing, not fucking Ka um, Ali Abdel. Ali Abdel. Guy, he, this guy Ali basically Abdel. put out the whole A-level chemistry for, for for all the exam boards for free online. And the thing is, it's not, it looks like a bunch of essays, but the thing is, if you actually read it as a flow, it makes sense. Yeah, like, the, he's done it in such a way. The website looks a bit out of date, but the text is perfectly readable. It's very, explained really easy words and everything. If you just pretty much yeah. If you need anything, you, you're gonna find it on ChemGuide. Like all the questions I search up on Google, ChemGuide is like either the first or second results. You know the chemistry students I teach, and if they want me to teach them like a certain specific information, I basically just make the lesson plan of ChemGuide. Like I just read it and then copy and paste it into like a script and then just read it out to them. And half the time it makes sense. Again, that stays in here. I don't want them to find out, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do tell them. I do tell them half the time. Like, you know, go learn the content of ChemGuide. Like, you're going to learn everything you need. But they're just a bit lazy, so. His words. To be fair, though, the good thing is, is that ChemGuide has a little bit of, of like, out-of-spec stuff. So it, it actually teaches you what... I mean, it's not really uh, useful at exam level, at, at A level, but it's actually quite fun to learn about. I mean, yeah, I can, I can agree with Michael. I mean, it's quite enjoyable to read ChemGuide sometimes. It doesn't feel like Chem a textbook. Guide. Honestly, it doesn't. And the, and I think he, I think, I think the guy who made it also has like a math book for chemistry stuff. But like, that's the only thing he sells. Yeah, 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 he has a book. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only thing the guy sells as well. That's the thing. Like, he doesn't sell anything else apart from that. I think like the main problem with like textbooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a question book. Because my chemistry teacher uses used it like after a certain point. I was just like, oh yeah, this book is so good. Uh, use it. I think the main problem with textbooks is that sometimes they're trying to explain too much. So like you're trying to find the main data when you like the main um, information you're trying to revise. You have to go through a lot of text that you don't really need to read again. I think ChemGuide really helps with that because you just have the bare minimum information on the website. The bare, the bare minimum you need to understand the questions and everything. You, you, you don't need to go through like paragraphs and paragraphs to get to the bit you need. And like with the, sometimes like the textbooks don't even have like stuff that's in the spec. 
like for AQA, I remember like mitosis, it doesn't mention anything about gap one, gap two, or synthesis in in the textbook, and it does come in the exam. So I don't really. Yeah, that's that is so true. That's the one thing that irritates me. Yeah, so like if you're in year twelve, definitely do not rely on the textbook. You have to try to like use different resources that that use your spec. That's my advice. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, you know how in biology AQA in mitosis, um, you don't learn about G one, G two, and S the phases, right? Yeah. But then in the exam, within in the exam paper, it will ask you about it, so you you have to learn it either way. I actually, funnily enough, most of the time, um, it's not that they it's not that they expect you to know exactly what happens in G one S phase. They just expect you to have an understanding that it's one of the things that takes place. Yeah, like but... you don't need to know it in depth. That's why it's in the textbook as well. Oh no! In the, in the textbook, right. I remember it doesn't mention anything about that. For, Seriously? Yeah. Because yeah, it I, doesn't at all. I was really, really confused well, when like someone mentioned it or like saw it in the CGP book, because in the textbook there's no mention at all of like the the three phases. Whatever. A level ball is over. That's fuck anyway. Yeah, A level ball. The thing is, you when you get into med school, half the shit you actually learn in bio uh, A level regarding like the heart stuff and everything is so fucking wrong. Like, I think one of the things that it actually trying and teaches you is like blood pressure control and shit like that. And then you go into med school and then you actually look at the whole process itself and you realize like what you've been taught in med school is basically false. Like not even remotely close to A level. Remember, I actually don't remember how biology taught the heart. I can't lie. Yeah, it just does it as like vagus nerve, and that's it. That's all it teaches for them. But the truth yeah, is, that's not does. even like how it happens. Yeah, that's not even what happens in the real world. It's like way more complicated than that. I don't know why yeah, they. So... I think they just yeah, put so it in it's... there to like cover up the. Oh yeah, yeah, sympathetic, yeah, parasympathetic. Yeah, it's that stuff. So basically, in bio A level, they'll say uh, the blood pressure is um, detected by the the barrow um, receptors in the atrium. Sorry in the aorta and the carotid artery and that will send a um, electrical impulse to the uh, sympathetic or parasympathetic nerve of the heart i'm uh, sorry of the brain and that will then uh, imp- um, send an impulse to the heart to slow down or to increase the heart rate i forgot baroreceptors were it, things it, it, yeah 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 no you're right baroreceptors located in the aortic in the aortic arch or carotid uh, it, yeah, in the aorta, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah carotid artery. But I think you have it. Um, you it's, have not, it. it's not even the carotid artery; it's more like the carotid side. Yeah, the, where, where yeah. yeah. And to be fair, that is actually not heart rate. That's the blood pressure that it detects there. I don't know why the A level spec tells you that. Yeah, yeah, um, it detects pressure, not, and then and then it, it controls the heart rate by via the pacemaker potentials. So that's not, it. Yeah. Heart rate is more like, um, it doesn't have anything to do with blood pressure. Heart rate is more like a parasympathetic or sympathetic. It's a flight, fight or flight response thing. It doesn't have anything to do with blood pressure. I don't know why A-level tells you that. Oh, it's, the, yeah. the whole thing was so confusing. Um, we, we were taught it, like, and then the, ne- the next lesson, we, we got told, oh, it's not going to be part of the final exam. So I totally forgot what the entire lesson. I think I'm the heart as well. Yeah. This is useless shit. I don't know why they bother teaching you guys that, like, but... That's basically it. Whatever, fuck that. Fuck A levels, man. You guys. Yeah, A levels are bad. I mean, I think for like most people, like most year 13s, we've got to finish in like a month's time anyway. So it's fine. 
This is why I spend all my time playing games. <laughs> Dude, I probably shouldn't be doing that, but no mind. Hey, Mike, when do you finish the school? Uh, my last exam is May seventeenth, but I don't know when I'm actually going to finish. Yeah, like yeah, same here. Like my final exam week is like May something, May I think twenty sixth or something. And then like they send us like a whole flowchart. And then it, st- it talks about us for the first like three main points, and then it, it, we get ignored for the rest of the flowchart. It doesn't talk about year, year twos at all. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think even they know our college. Yikes. Oh, actually, I do have a good tip for you guys. Uh, please don't do any pre reading yeah, or any please, kind of bullshit please, summer. Please, please, this, please. this will be your last summer that you guys will get to enjoy without any interruption by education. After yeah, year one to year two gap, you're going to want to prepare for year two. After preclinicals are over, you're basically going to be... Basically, this is your last summer that you actually will be able to enjoy without having to, like, you know, be interrupted by education is what I'm saying. Like, I've seen people talk about, like, pre-reading textbooks, anatomy, shit like that. Don't do that no, bullshit yeah. and waste your time. You're going to regret so much. Yeah, no, 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 that's right. Uh, that's, that's, that's basically, there's so much content that, you, that the pre-reading one, you'll barely get through anything. So it's, you're just wasting your time, and two, it's just you just 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 enjoy yourself, just just enjoy life yeah. because because shit gets intense, <laughs> really really intense. Oh, is it a bad idea to bring one? Um, okay, uh, Lucy, I can actually answer that question for you. Um, I wouldn't. Okay, basically, if you have the money, then what you can do is just build it at uni, like you do it in your accommodation. The only problem is I wouldn't recommend doing it in first year because in first year you're going to be at student accommodation. And that means that you're only going to be there for one year, so you have to then take it and then move it somewhere else over summer, and then move it to your new place for second year. So you're better off doing it in second year, where you're not with the uni anymore. Uh, so, um, Lucy's um, asking to jump on call. Do you, do you guys mind? Yeah, sure, that's fine. I don't mind. to speak, okay. Wait, who? Oh, Lucy, the person now. Oh, uh, hi. Um, so, basically what happened was, um, I do a lot of gaming, so I bought, uh, I spent like weeks looking, and because of the GPU source, uh, shortages, I went on like Newegg and I found like a 3070 RTX. So yeah. I bought it and um, I have like most of the stuff for the build, but I don't know whether it would be a bad idea to take a PC with me. To use. Um, take the pots and then build it at the uni. Yeah, I was um, going to do that because I don't, obviously it's a heavy GPU, so I don't want it to like, um, if I'm in the car, I don't want anything to get damaged if it's already built. Oh, um, if you want to do that, if um, put it in the GPU, uh, but don't put the GPU into the uh, socket. Yeah. Because the GP, that's the only thing that can think. And the rest you can just put into the car. So just put the GPU in the box. Put, put, and then okay. take it, put wrap everything in bubble wrap if you're going to move it by car. Every okay. single component, just, just to be safe, because you never know. But is it like, because I don't know how, like, with student accommodation, is it like, would it be safe to have a PC? Yeah, 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 okay. it would be. But the only problem is that you're only going to be there for one year. So over summer, you probably have to bring it back home and then take it to your next space. Whereas oh, for okay. second year, the accommodation that you find will be private. So you're probably going to be there for like five years, basically. Oh, that's, so okay. of, that's what I did for mine. Like, I basically built a PC for second year. Yeah, just so, play oh, games. Yeah. If you have then, the ports yeah. already, you might as well build it. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, yeah, it was like a couple, like, I don't know, three weeks ago, maybe I literally spent like weeks looking for, I was going to go with like just a normal, I don't know, 1080 or something. Um, because I knew that I wouldn't get a 3070, but I I was looking on Newegg and they had like bundle deals and it was literally like two seconds and I just bought it and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. 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 Y
but... you, got, you got very lucky then with that. Oh, yeah. Very, 30 series are so difficult to come by. Yeah, so. especially with, like, scalper prices as well. It was literally, like, normal price, so it was it was pretty lucky. Wait, you, you, wait, you're not from the UK then, are you? It's... Yeah, yeah, I'm from Wales. So how did you get... Oh, wait, did you just I went on... Um, I just went, so... Uh, I signed up on New Egg for like newsletter stuff or whatever, and they sent me an email saying about um, bundles they had. And what happened was, I went to go buy the bundle with a 3070 and um, I think it was Aurora's like B550 uh, motherboard in it. And uh, yeah. it was a really good price. And I clicked on it, and then because it was expensive, the bank like declined it. And then they went out of stock, and it was literally like, uh, I don't know, a couple of hours later, I just randomly went on to check again, and they were back on there, and I, like, snapped it up straight away. It was, it was... Really wait, wait. How did you get to the UK, though? Because that's New York is the US, isn't it? Uh, right. Yeah, but they, they, uh, they charge you VAT, and they do shipping and handling for you, so um, when it goes to, like, import scan and stuff, you don't get extra, like, import charges. Interesting. Oh. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I was I was freaking out because my mum was like, "Oh, you know, you have to pay import tax and stuff, and it's going to literally be like double the price." And I was freaking out, but I looked on like the tracking, and I was like watching it for days, and it said scan through import, and um, then it went to the next facility, and I was like, "Thank God, yeah, I don't have to like pay anything extra." Interesting. I might do that now. Thank you for letting me know about that. It's okay. Maybe they had like um, Trident Z RAM on there for like ninety pound as well. It was insane. Oh no, no, no. I, I don't need um, I don't need like new parts. I don't need like new parts. I think I have a twenty seventy super that could last me for like next few years. Oh yeah. I need like actual peripheral stuff because it's fucking difficult to get it in the UK. Probably. Yeah. But thank you very much for the help. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. Um, just. If you want, leave it leave it at your home for like the first year, and then yeah. use it from second year. To be fair, um, I'm going to be quite straightforward with you. Um, you probably won't have that much time to game in like after yeah. second, yeah. third year. It's very unlikely that you. I mean, once a week maybe, but it won't be like worth it to have a gaming PC basically. Yeah, no. But I mean, it's your choice though. I still there are still people in my year with that game a lot. Uh, myself included, but yeah. Yeah, you should be more efficient with your time managing, I guess. Yeah. You have to be more productive, yeah. I'll definitely have to think about it. No, but it's not a bad thing though. Like don't like um not don't don't give up on like what you enjoy just because you're going to med school. Just keep doing yeah, it, but yeah, just find exactly, a way to yeah. I think I think that's really important. Just don't compromise what you enjoy. Like yeah. with med school work. It's like at, at the end of the day, like like granted you pass everything you'll be a doctor no one gives a shit how you got so yeah doctor, so. and i think no matter what now um especially with like what parts they are and stuff i think either way it'll be a good investment anyways for the future so because they're not going to go bad for a while so <laughs> yeah don't yeah. worry um you just keep well. yeah just keep doing um it's the same for the others as well. Don't like stop doing like your hobbies and shit like that just because you're now at med school. Like keep it up. Just find a way to like put it into your schedule. Because then like if you do it, you're just gonna be studying like twenty four seven. That kind of shit gets dead after a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. um does anyone else have anything that they want to speak about? Uh, Pret, three questions, right? Okay. Um, number one. <laughs> right, and number one, um, do you get an iPad before uh, clinical years? Uh, fuck knows, no, I don't think I'm in right now. You might have the hospital uh, to be fair, but not at uh, the actual unit itself. Okay, two, um, mm -hmm. 
in clinical years, do you get a, a summer holiday or do you just have placements the whole year through? Um, you get summer holiday. The problem is um, the summer it's holiday decrease. Yeah, they decrease yeah. as you go up the year. So I think yeah. I think fourth and fifth year is only like three weeks of summer holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, basically, that's what happens. Yeah, you get you you get you spend a lot way less time. Spend way less time. Like you get le- like less like holiday. Thanks. To do shit. It's just because it's just more like training, getting you the clinical knowledge to do foundation years, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the third question? Uh, when you get to uni, do you get a planner or something that you can like organize your time with? Because I'll, I'll... Uh, No. Wait, what do you mean? Like organizing I... your, like, a, like an actual physical planner? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They don't, I don't think any uni does that. Yeah, no, it's just like, it's like, it's more like just organize yourself, basically. Uh, to, be fair, just, just, to be fair, just get Microsoft to-do list and just do it there. Or basically join the yeah. group chats and then watch the day when the group chat starts, like, talking a lot and then be like, it's probably some kind of event or something. That's the way I <laughs> yeah, do it. I just... Yeah, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Basically, rely on people who are more organized than you to get to know. That's it, yeah, are. that's it, yeah. Because, because it, actually ends up helping a lot, come on. <laughs> Oh, the other thing is make friends with people in the year above. Um, the reason is because they will help you out so much. If you Basically, the problem with medical school is that they will basically put you in the deep end for a lot of the stuff. Like, at mine, if they have like a certain kind of essay, they will do the best to give you the least amount of information to make sure you struggle. You're better off in that situation to have a friend in the year above and then just ask them who will just tell you what you need to know. Yes, uh, okay, very, right. very, very useful, yeah. How do you get a NI number? Um, just log on, log on to the UK government website. It was a habit. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You just need to. Yeah, I remember I had to ask for mine. I hope easy uh, airs when you ask for help. Who's he saying that to? No, <laughs> <laughs> I hope easy. <laughs> nah, I won't. I won't. I'm, uh, uh, no. Yeah, because I, no, I was going to say, right, I currently organise my time using uh, Google Keep, so, like, if I have homework, I'll put it on there, or, like, if I have something to do, but, yeah. So you're the guy that everyone else is going to rely on, basically. <laughs> yeah, because I have, like, if I have homework, I'll put it on my list, or something to do there, but if you, but if the bot's email is, um, it's Microsoft-based, I'll have to transfer everything there. All right, cool. No, I just rely on everyone else to tell me what to do. I'm on like the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, I, I don't know why you. Basically, all I do is wait for the day my PBO group, but like everyone in the WhatsApp starts talking so much shit, and I just go on. And it was probably like some kind of like in-person thing. Oh yeah. no, I, I'm the type of guy to do the work beforehand and just like like relax the uh, night before. Because I don't see a point in rushing work before the deadline. I hate that stuff. I I have to plan it. Oh. Yeah, that, no, that's what I have to do because there's just too much work. <laughs> do not do not have time not to not to uh, just not do the day before. Just... I know, but obviously the the sort of like stereotype in uni is that you do nothing the whole week and then you plan it beforehand, <laughs> like you rush it. I mean, do you feel that's sort of that? I mean, with essay, well, we get regular essays. Like a lot of like I have like how many essays do. You, maybe 10 or something <laughs> i'm only starting them tomorrow and, and they're like and, and like four of them are doing the next week or so so just oh um the other thing is regarding doing work a lot of the times i'm not sure how relaxed it is at cambridge but basically at my uni they're extremely relaxed when it comes to like work that is due so a lot of the times the work would be like optional like basically you don't have to do it but it's still given to you 
Don't uh, use okay. that as an opportunity to not do the work. I know I probably shouldn't say this because that's what I do, but uh, don't use the opportunity to not do the work because the problem is that work that they give you is probably very like useful. And I know a lot of med students that get really complacent with that kind of shit when they see that it's not even like you or anything. Yeah, so like if the work is optional, uh, still do it basically. Yeah, like have an attempt to or, or look at it or keep like, you know, keep it at the back of your head. Like make sure to like at least give it a go when you got time. Because students will get really complacent. But the thing is the work that they actually give you would be like so fucking useful. Okay. Um... <sighs> well, this... Oh god. I, honestly, like... Every day I, I, I sort of like question myself as to why I'm getting into this, but... Because the way you might talk about it and the way people talk about it is, is as, it's as if it's so much work. And it is, obviously, but... No, 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 it is. I feel like, I feel like med students downplay the amount of work you do, to be yeah, fair. Um, it, yeah, it is, yeah. Basically, okay, I'm going to use myself on a... Yeah, yeah, no, you go on, you go on, you go on. Basically, a lot of the med students, if you ask them in detail what, how much they work, how much they need to study anything, they won't actually tell you that. But the truth is, they have way more shit ton of work and everything to do. The only reason why they sound so sane is because they have something to, like, you know, keep themselves happy, basically. That's why I yeah. said to you guys at the start, like, you know, don't drop out your hobby or something like that, just because of that. Like, keep on, like, you know, doing it. That's the way, that's the reason why most men, like, I know for a fact, like, students, like, that go out on, like, nights out, like, literally every day, and they still have work due. But they will never complain about that. I've known guys from, like, the start of year one who basically have never done any work on time and they're always going out and shit but like you know they know they don't like feel bad about it yeah i don't know how i can do that i have to do the work and, and complete it to know that i'm like at peace well just i think michael will go, i have like similar fears but i, I don't think i think i, I, just... I feel like i feel like I feel like as you as you go through the hoops you realize that sometimes there's just more to life than working <laughs> and you just you just you yeah just... You need to keep your health up, man. Like, education is always recoverable, but your health may not be the same case. Like, look after yourself more than your education. Oh, yeah, I said this before in, in general chat. Like, I'm the type of guy to just, like, to focus on work. And in terms of A-levels, that's fine. But in terms of uni, I don't know how I'm going to survive because I have no social life, if you think about it. I genuinely well, have no social life. A lot of people don't believe Michael <laughs> Dunn. You shouldn't punch yourself over it. No, 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 I'm not saying punch myself. I mean, in uni, you, in uni you'll, you'll, find, you'll find people. It's, it's like, there's, way, there's so many different types of people that there'll be one person, there'll be a few people that you just met, that you just vibe with. I mean, it's been harder with the pandemic and shit, but oh, yeah, still, true, yeah. still, if, you're, if you're outgoing enough, you'll find, you'll find people, for sure. You don't even need no, to be outgoing enough. In a normal year, you don't even need to be outgoing. I feel like in COVID, COVID times, yeah, like, you COVID, pretty much... you, like people who like found like loads of, like, this amount of friends or pre tend to be pretty outgoing. At least in COVID times, in normal years, there's so many oh, like events, activities that you'd find some you'd find someone with shared interests at some Bro, point. COVID like ruined fucking med schools like all oh god it did. no it did it did COVID COVID COVID, COVID. Oh, oh, honestly it's just it's just been awful. Absolutely awful to study. In... Yeah, it's honestly don't use COVID as an example. It's been fucking shit. Like I actually hate my uni right now because of that. The thing is, right, it's very ironic because they are like medical schools, and yet they don't know how to deal with the pandemic. Uh, no, no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> honestly, it's just, it's just, it's just. Been I think it just revealed. I think what COVID did was it revealed all the gaps in, like you know, the actual education. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, someone. Sure. All right, let the guy let let the kid talk. HP or something. He said he asked some question regarding that kind of stuff. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Obviously, you man got a lot of work for uni. What's your mental health like kind of services like in uni? Because like the school is like for sixth form, from my own personal experience, it's like dog shit. Like they have counselors in there who don't actually understand you. So like when um, it comes to uni, you're paying like what, 9k a year. How do they, how do they handle mental health over there? Okay, do, do I have to reveal a dark secret? Okay, basically, there's so much. Basically, unis have a limit, and I, I, I think this is the, this is like something that they'll, they'll never tell you open days or whatever, or they'll make sure like, but there's, there's, there's a very, there's a very sharp and sudden limit to how much unis can help you before they ask you to either like defer, not defer, to either like intermit or something, or just leave a course. I, 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 I it seems fogged. But there's only there's only there's only so. Nah, far it makes sense. Can, like, there's, only, there's only there's only so far that they can help you in regards to like mental health. Before they're basically like, we can't actually do you can't actually do much more. Maybe you need to like reconsider shit. Yeah. Like, and I, 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 I know that sounds kind of deep, uh, like hearing that. I, uh, but like, it's just it's just how it is. Like, they, they, like I, I think it's probably why the application process is so stringent, because like it's very taxing. Like you need, like, like, like you need, you need some, some sort of level of resilience to basically just go through. To just yeah, be, like, get, get so, like, um, the other thing is, it's not great. It's not great. It's not, it's, it varies yeah. massively. It varies if, massively. If your mental health gets really bad, rather than relying on the uni, go straight up to a GP and tell them. Most cases for students, they will probably end up just putting you on antidepressants and then just, they won't even like care whether, you know, it's like a lot of the student body in my school are under this impression that they'll get like better mental health help like because our school yeah, is like really bad for it, it in the borough it's a hidden it's a it's a hidden it's a hidden well it's a well-known secret at this point that yeah it's just fucked up just, though like, that is low-key yeah. it is is low-key but it's literally literally there's so much that they Basically, they don't have enough resources. Basically, mental health in this country is just dog shit in general. Yeah, yeah, cams can attest to that. Like, like, I think, I think it just and it, and it reflects even at uni and and and, and 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 those disparities reflect the uni university level. Like universities and say stuff will say we care about mental health of our students. They're just paying lip service. They don't actually. Yeah, but, like, you might have yeah, 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 yeah. six yeah. years. You got six years, right? You're paying God knows how much, but they can't like afford for some students to get some help if they need it, because you have a long and intensive course. Med, med, med school is one of those courses that gets subsidized a bit by the government, so not, not even like not even like too surprising, uh, because yeah. it, but I, I but actually I like I look I look into the figures and I'm like I actually wonder, especially for preclinical. Where does like all the like one like where does all the subsidy where does all the subsidized money go to? Like I can imagine for like hospital visits and shit because they need to pay some money to certain hospitals to have to have students. So some hospitals, some trusts, they accept medical, they allow medical students for extra money basically to spend. Not <laughs> unrelated. Note. How do you man finance yourselves for like the week? Because you obviously um, got tight budgets with your main yeah, and everything. Um, I, just mean, go... I mean, go, go just, 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 just have like a weekly amount, and then just like go yeah, with just, the flow. Yeah, I think just go with the flow. With the flow. <laughs> you figure it out. 
like, like no but the thing is i feel like my eating habits in uni are so sporadic in general like like sometimes like some days like i'll have like like so like some days i'll just wake up late i, I just get breakfast entirely and end up accidentally saving money because of that <laughs> so i don't so, so then i just end up like oh, yeah. bit more in the, in the evening or shit like that yeah, no, basically, keep, keep, basically, keep yourself in a good position in the sense that don't do any major financial risks without, like, you know, good consultation. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, if you're, like, going out with friends and shit like that, you're not going to plan it, like, a week advance or something. Most times I've gone out at uh, uni, it's literally been on the day we just decide. Yeah. Like, we just, yeah, like, yeah, 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 let's no, go no, out. No. It's spontaneous. I expect that, though, because if you plan it, if you plan an event, it is kind of going to be dead. Well, the best events are the ones you plan off the bat, like... From then and there, I don't know. It depends. Like we planned someone's birthday party. Uh, well, well, um, officially it was uh, uh, it was everyone was from the same household clearly, and uh, social distancing. We nah, know that's bullshit. But, but we planned someone's birthday party, and it was pretty good. <laughs> mainly, mainly, <laughs> mainly because mainly because we just had we just we, everyone just got really drunk and then did. Wait, you're in, you're you're in Cambridge, right? Cambridge, man. It's not or Oxford. I can't I can't keep yeah, track. Yeah, Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shoot and body there. How many private school shoots have you got coming in there? Because okay. I know that's always a hot topic. Is it, so, so okay. So my college alone, I'd say like fifty percent of people came from private schools. Oh, my no. college alone, okay, it varies massive, but but it's it's quite. But the private school, it's it's more than you'd expect. It's more like I think because like I didn't go to private. School, I was actually quite surprised how many people went to like private schools. Like it's kind of it's kind of mad it's kind of mad it's, it's actually kind of mad when you think about it. Then it's people are like open about it. Like basically, I don't know. Maybe it's just a Cambridge thing. Because but people just kind of bully private school. <laughs> like at least the super posh ones, people low key bully them. But um, yeah, well, no, yeah, because yeah, it's like hey, they, tend to, they tend to they, they tend to just stick to themselves. But yeah, just how it is. I mean, I don't I don't blame them though, because like the whole um, misconception that all private school students are pretentious dickheads like has come from some evidence as I remember there's been like hey, five speaker look at our fucking prime minister <laughs> just look at our prime um, minister yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah my man did civics I forgot um, KO um, regarding the question with 4th and 5th year I actually can't answer that question because I'm kind of worried about that as well um, I would probably okay, so. my my best Bet with our, I'm probably going to talk to a student yeah. in the year above who can help me with that. But yeah, I have no idea how I can help you with that. Because um, I don't think, I'm not sure about Yeezy because he's, he's different for him. Sure. But um, in regarding fourth and fifth year reduced uh, finance, yeah, I can't, I don't know what to say about that because that's something no, I'm worried so, about. So. So, someone else okay, so, okay, uh, so basically, what happens is. <laughs> okay, okay, nice docs. Man just doxed him right there, but okay. Wait, so the NHS uh, will pay you, your tuition for the last two years, and so therefore, and then you get an NHS bursary that is means tested and dependent on your household income. You then get a non uh, means tested bursary, which is like a thousand pounds per year, and you also get a, a reduced uh, maintenance loan because of the NHS bursary. So altogether, if you if you add that up, it it will uh, most likely be less than your uh, maintenance in, in year one and two. So either uh, you work early and save up, or you just have to budget really tightly. That's, that's, that's all I've heard so far. I oh, um, you're going to stretch out that money, though. That's going to be difficult. For some it, it depends how you budget okay. and, and, and how you spend as a person. 
Yeah, I saw a person on R6 saying how about you only spend like twenty pounds a month, like a week, like oh, as a, for like food, for like the whole week, only twenty pounds for food. If you deep down, that's like what, a whole week. I could not do that. I mean, you just, I think you just get used to it. I mean, it, it depends. It also depends on your economy. Like most of your common, most of your costs in uni come from accommodation. So like, no, 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 I feel your, like 20 pounds choose, is a lot, choose, but... Choose your accommodation wisely, if you want... Choose your accommodation wisely, depending on what you want to do, basically. Oh, I don't um, want to, like, Easy, I have a quick question. Do you go to the same college as, um, Hash Brown? No, he's at a different oh. college. Listen, please, I'm, uh, I'm uh, gonna go see him. I'm gonna go and see him in person, um... Really? Yeah. Are you, are, um, are you are you going to Cambridge or something? Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, I think it's like after twenty fifth. Um, I'm not sure. Basically, I think it's after your exams. I'm not sure if you guys have exams at the same time. But I agreed. 25th. Basically, I'll go to Cambridge to see him. Yo, yo, I could, I could, I could. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I was gonna ask. Uh, that's why I asked if you go same. Uh, nah, no, 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 it's fine. It's Cambridge is tiny. I I, I can I can I can easily find it. Uh, I'm not sure what, what, wait, what college does he go to? So it's another college. Trinity Hall, yeah, Trinity Hall. Okay, wait. is he paying for accommodation? Who is paying for accommodation? He just... Everyone pays for accommodation. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, everyone, no one, no one gets to live accommodation free at uni, man. Yeah. Oh, wait, someone said something. Is it to the last phase by NHS bursary? Uh, probably, I can't answer for that because um, I'm not yeah. at that point yet. Uh, some, um, someone asked, oh, should we start? Other uh, UCAP prep uh, in May, light UCAP prep. Um, it depends when your exam is. If your exam is like doing September, August, just do it like four weeks. I don't, I do if I can't answer that question, it's different for everyone. Uh, I would say like give five weeks and do like um, two, four hours a day before you sit your actual UCAT day, like the the exam, the, the day of the exam. You should have to see when you book it, I'm not sure. I mean, the only thing I can recommend for like Hugo right now is like um, practice speed reading. They'll help you a lot in ver what's it called verbal reasoning, the first section. Yeah, like try to try Wikipedia, I guess. Like try to read it as fast as possible while maintaining, um, while recollecting as much information as you can. And that's the only thing I'll, pr I'll recommend now. Yeah. Oh, um, what? Wait, the following section of the podcast was redacted for legal reasons. I'm sorry for any inconveniences. <laughs>